Hi there, I'm James Dapache, and this is Coffee and a Case Note. Team, today we are talking about a difficult situation where an accountant who was the employee of an accounting firm resigned from his position. And he resigned after bullying and harassment. He faced some really difficult treatment from his employer. And after resigning, he started up his own accounting firm, providing um, fairly sort of bespoke, self-managed superannuation fund sort of advice. But before leaving, what he did was he saved the contact details of some of his self-managed superannuation fund clients from the former employer. And so, after the employee's departure, the former employer got a bit grumpy about this. And I don't want to speak too flippantly or imprecisely, what that former employer did was make a demand against the former employee and threatened all sorts of things, threatened breaches of the Privacy Act, threatened criminal prosecutions, and flagged all different sorts of causes of action against the former employee in relation to having taken these details, these, these contact details. And so the two parties are in dispute, and what happens between parties who are in dispute is they can attempt to negotiate, which is what happened this time. And what happens is the former employer and the former employee enter into a deed together which ostensibly settles any dispute about the employee having taken these details. Now I just need to bring a couple of elements of this deed to your attention and apologies for diving into the, diving into the finickityness <laughs> too deeply. Firstly, uh, what the employee has to do is to pay 100% of all of the fees his new accounting firm earns from any clients whose contact details he took. And those fees have to be paid 50% before the work is done and 50% once the work is completed. Now, the second thing he has to do, forgive me, I rarely use notes, but I'm gonna consult them this time because I knew I was gonna forget this. The second thing that he has to do, I don't even have in my notes. Isn't that fantastic? This is about the first brain fade I've had in this project. But in any case, there's this requirement for 50% beforehand, 50% subsequently, and that um, release that the employer provided, where the employer said, in exchange for this payment, we are going to release you from any obligations you might have um, in relation to taking these contact details. So we'll forgive you for taking the contact details if you agree to pay this 100%, 50 up front, 50 at the end. And also, now I remember <laughs> what the employer said, is we will also pay you your statutory entitlements, your leave and this sort of thing, uh, if you go ahead and make these payments. And so what happens is uh, the accountant, the former employee, goes ahead with his new venture and doesn't end up paying these fees to the former employer and the former employer sues and says we want something in the order of 180 grand uh, on account of these fees that according to the settlement deed we should have been paid. And what our employee says, what our accountant who's projecting the new firm says, is pursuant to the Contracts Review Act, this contract was unjust and so orders should be made rendering the agreement void. 
and what the court says both at first instance and on appeal is yes that is right why should the contract be made void or the deed i should say well what the court finds both at first instance and on appeal is that the contract was uh, procedurally unjust which means that the process the parties went through in reaching the deed I should stop saying agreement, I should start saying deed, um, was unjust in that there was sort of unfair pressure and influence exerted on the former employee as it was being negotiated. So it was entered into at a time when the former employee was still feeling distress and anxiety and problems arising from his challenges with the former employer. And so the procedure, the actual process of entering into the deed was unjust, the court accepted that. And what the court also accepted was that it was substantively unjust, that the actual nuts and bolts of the deed... I'm so sorry, I need a Oh, I'm please, sorry. awesome. Can I, can I pass it to you? No, it's fine. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for getting in the way. No, please, guys. It's fun. It's good. <laughs> We're doing well. <laughs> We're having fun, which is good. Okay. Um, it's also substantively unjust because if we think about the nuts and bolts of the deal, what the former employer is saying is we're going to withhold your statutory entitlements until you pay us the 100% of these fees. Well, they are statutory entitlements because the accountant is entitled to them pursuant to statute. So it's unjust to say we're not going to pay them until you pay us our fees. So that's unjust. And similarly, do you remember the fees that um, the former employer wants from the former employee are 100%? So all the money earned by the new firm from the work it does from the new client apparently is to be paid back to the former employer. Well, what was found was that that term is unjust in that it doesn't really protect the genuine and reasonable interests of the former employer. And so the terms of the deed itself were substantively unjust. So both procedurally unjust, the way it was entered into was unjust, and the actual nuts and bolts of the deed itself were unjust. Um, I hope that quick chat today about the Contracts Review Act and all these sorts of uh, all these sorts of exciting things was of value to you. I look forward to speaking again soon. Cheers.